Hey guys, welcome to Retro Media Talk Podcast. Today we're checking out another 80s classic comedy from 1980. So Steve Lego's on and I'm Steve Montgomery and we're going to talk about this 1980s classic. It's actually a cult classic. It kind of didn't do so well in the theater, but it has gained a lot of cult status and we're going to talk about one of my favorite 80s comedies the hollywood nights now i don't know how steve feels about this movie i know how his he said his dad feels but i'll let him tell the story but um the hollywood nights came out i don't have the exact date 1980 yeah it was 1980 i i guess it don't matter about the month but um however the thing about the hollywood nights a lot of people you know, if you're listening and you're like, what what the hell is the Hollywood Nights? Well, the Hollywood Nights kicked off a bunch of stars' careers. And, you know, everyone from Michelle Pfeiffer, Tony Danza was in Taxi, but this was his first film debut. Um, you also had, uh, oh, what's his name? There was a... Robert Wool. Yeah, Rob, uh, yeah, Robert uh, Wool. He was a stand-up comedian. Comedian. What did I say? Comedian. <laughs> yeah, Robert Wool was a stand-up comedian. This was his first feature. He was actually not a. Well, he was a. He was a. He wasn't a famous comedian, but he hung out with a lot of the. A lot of he was friends with Robin Williams and uh, Rodney Dangerfield. He said he didn't even read the script or anything, but uh, he did a lot of ad libbing in this uh, film, and his comedic genius really shows in this in this movie. Um, and uh, you know, dude, I don't know d- this director Floyd Mutrix or Mutrix. Yep. Uh-huh. He didn't do that much. I mean, you know, like, I mean, he did stuff, but he didn't have, like, a lot of, I thought he'd have a lot of films, you know. He, he's got a lot of credits, but he didn't direct a lot of films. I was surprised because I thought the, well, I'll get to the movie in a second. But anyway, that's the basics. Uh, you got Fred, uh, Fred, uh, Fran Drescher. Fran Drescher. She got the her. Nanny. Yeah, yeah. She got her start on this, too. And there's a couple other guys. Um, the, the 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 nerdy guy. He was the. Did yeah. you know uh, the Dudley? But um, his his actual name. Stuart Stuart Pankin. Yes, he uh, he was the oldest. Did you know that? Yes. Yeah, I was yes. like, I, I, that's funny, man. I did not know he was the oldest. He'd been in a lot of stuff. I think prior to that. Yeah, he was like the, um, the, the, that one of the seasoned actors, I guess, right? Or something? Yeah. I don't know. Okay, so he was in a bunch of stuff from Barney Miller, BJ and the Bear, uh, I don't know, the San Pedro Beach Bums. 
That was a ser- series? I didn't even know. Uh, anyway, some other stuff, but not a whole lot before Hollywood. I mean, TV stuff, you know? It was all right. TV stuff, it looks like. I know that your dad, you said that your dad, this was one of his favorite films. Yeah. So I want you to tell that story because that I, I just think that's so awesome. Yeah, no, I mean, <clears throat> I had I had never seen it, and uh, I remember my dad. Uh, he had uh, mentioned that uh, one time. Uh, I said he was telling my mom, "Oh, the Hollywood Nights are going to be on, uh, you know, some <laughs> some station, you know." And I was like, oh, "What is that?" And he goes, "Oh, it's a great movie, blah blah blah." And, and uh, um, I ended up seeing a little bit of it, you know. And it's my typical. It was a typical movie my dad liked. You know, he liked he liked raunchy comedies where there'd be <laughs> yeah. like. <laughs> there'd be like titties flashing yeah. and stuff like that <laughs> and you know people mooning and you know yeah so, so it was like his typical like movie that he liked but um yeah he uh for whatever reason that was like his you know his like favorite his favorite comedy that and uh you know was right uh you know right uh, up there with animal house which he loved too but uh, he loved hollywood nights and and uh it wasn't very common to be played on tv and i just remember that um Gosh, I, I was somewhere and I saw it on DVD. I think it was like Suncoast Video. Remember they used to have those in the mall. Oh yeah. A- and I I bought it and uh, for my dad and gave it to him and like you know just the look of like joy and uh, like anticipation. Like you know you could tell he was like yeah, yeah I can't wait to you know pop this baby in and watch it because it had been so many years. So uh, oh, wow. Yeah. So yeah, he he really he really loved it uh, and uh, you know. It's 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 his kind of comedy, you know. It's older style comedy, but yeah, he he loved to see comedies where chicks were, you know, boobies were hanging out, yeah. and, and and just dirty like fraternity type jokes and stuff were going on. Well, you know, this came out that same year Porky's came out, and it kind of overshadowed it. Porky's became the big hit of uh, nineteen eighty. Far as far as the teen sex comedies or whatever, that one, which I think Hollywood Nights personally is a funnier movie but Por- Porky's uh, took took the reins on that one but one thing I loved about okay let me tell you the first time I saw Hollywood Nights it was over at well um, our friend Cooch's Steve Kirchkester another Steve third Steve he he was the only kid with HBO that uh, you know we we knew but anyway um, he was the first in the neighborhood of course we all wanted to spend the night there but i i spent the night there and his older brother would always check the hbo guide and find the dirtiest movies on hbo and we'd all put the tv on but we'd have a blanket over it it was one of those old console tvs yeah we'd have to um, shield the lighting in case his dad woke up because it was a little ranch house Uh three bedroom of course, he, he slept with the door open. The mom and his mom and uh, dad were pretty heavy sleepers, but the lighting could wake him up because their doors wide open. Yeah. But they always ran fans throughout the house. I remember uh, there'd always be a fan. It don't matter if it was freaking winter time. There was a fan going, so it cut out a lot of noise. But anyway, he said, "Oh man, 
there's, there's a there's a movie on you know and you'd always look at the hbo guy and find out if it had nudity in it right so you'd be like oh, right. uh, language uh who cares uh, blah blah nudity yes <laughs> <laughs> you didn't want to see brief nudity remember that one brief yeah. nudity ah oh, man you know it's uh, that was a bummer so anyway uh so we all like uh, waited till he's you know the sound asleep and then we met out there in the living room it's like um well, we might have been sleeping out there i don't know but it was like one two o'clock in the morning we're all s- sitting under a blanket with the, right in front of this big console tv watching the hollywood nights can't watch in headphones so you gotta have <laughs> have it sort of right. you know at a level but luckily the fans were blocking some of the the noise but man i dude i that was the first time i seen it. i loved it the first time i seen it even though it was a pain in the ass to watch the first time somebody's on here going what the hell is hollywood nights it's basically about a car club gang called the hollywood nights and it is it's a cross between american graffiti and animal house that's how they they kind of sold it and right and the um the tubbies drive in it's a it's their hangout it's the last night before they tear it down for these condos or whatever they're building so they're and it's hollywood halloween so it's it's one of the it, it's just awesome that they did all that you know when they wrote the script they they put it all on halloween halloween night so it's just it's just prank after prank after prank and that's what the movie it's just it's just a non-stop prank fest but with a subplot so you got two subplots you got tony danza kind of being a dick with his girlfriend he's like he's like jealous because she wants to become an actor and that's michelle pfeiffer which that was her first big that was her first film role um yeah yeah and she wants to try out being an actress and he's all jealous and blah 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 um so you got that little thing and then their friend is going to vietnam the next day it's non-stop like comedy but there's a little drama in there too and then very little yeah yeah little but then you have the other subplot with the four kids that want to join the hollywood knights and um they want to become a knight and they have to do the initiation so they have to strip down naked they they they're given uh four tires Tires. and they got to go cross town to the dj they got to go through some bad neighborhoods to the uh, dj and get a dedication on the radio to the hollywood nights before and get back to tubby's drive-in before what two o'clock to become a knight Right. One, one of my favorite scenes. <laughs> uh, just to just to recap this one, when they're uh, when when they finally find some uh, uh, sheets, they find some sheets to wrap themselves in. You know, remember that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they're in a a, a black they're the, neighborhood. They're in a black neighborhood. So, yeah. <laughs> and he's banging his the guy's banging his girl in the. Um, in the living room open yeah living room with the window open lights on and she he's like 
it's like uh, uh, I don't know if this is the exact phrase, but he's like, "Hey, baby, baby, the Ku Klux Klan," <laughs> and he goes. <laughs> so they get chased uh, out of there, and then they're running with those tires, and somebody had just stripped the tires off that one car, so they they're still running with their tires, and that was funny. And then they th- they're getting chased again because they thought they ripped the tires off of that car that just got. Uh, you know the tires ripped off. I thought that was pretty funny. Ah, there's so much to dig in with this, but uh, overall, what was your impression of the movie? Seeing it again? Oh, you know, it was it was good. It was it was funny. I, I had I hadn't seen it in so long that it was like watching a new movie. You know, I'd forgotten like almost all of it, and um, you know, it was it it. It was just funny. It was just it was constantly funny. I mean, it's it's dumb. It's dumb eighties comedy. Yeah. You know, people today probably wouldn't you know enjoy the comedy because comedy's got to be uh, probably more vulgar. You know, yeah. where this is just like this. A lot of it's just slapstick. You know, and there's some booby, some yeah. booby uh, and mooning comedy. But, yeah, I love you know. the, <laughs> I love the mooning and and uh, and stuff. People playing the teenagers. Right. Robert Wool, who plays New Bomb Turk. Which is my favorite character out of the, the the movie. He was 26, so they were all in their 20s. And like I said, that Dudley guy, he was in his 30s at the point, and they're all supposed to play high school kids. <laughs> so were were all of them supposed to be in school, or were some of them out? I wasn't I wasn't quite really sure how what. what well, the you know was. what? I don't. You know, that's a good point. Maybe not. Maybe they're maybe some of them are supposed to be out. I didn't think of that. Yeah, they have like a pep rally, but that doesn't mean. Oh yeah, that that's was... right. Yeah, yeah. They could have been. But I don't. Yeah, you're right. It so yeah, a... so it was kind of gray. And if who was in school or they if they weren't in school, but of course Fran Drescher must have been in school because she's dating that one guy that you know throws the pipe in. You know, after she's like, "Hey, you're boring, whatever," and goes with yeah. New Bomb, and and he goes. Puts that pipe in high school chicks. <laughs> right, right. He's supposed to be older, obviously. But um, yeah, so the when I was younger, the the part that stuck out the most, like out of any scene that I can remember, like oh man, I want to see that movie again, you know, after seeing it. But the 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 one part that always stuck out was when they spiked the punch and and, oh man i just love that scene and uh don't drink the punch don't drink drink the the punch yeah yeah. (laughs) have some punch and the people yeah yeah but the uh but but the part where the uh was she she's like uh what community leader or something and teacher she's like i don't know like she's like the head of like the uh I don't know the housing association or something, you know, yeah. whatever the. But she must have been a teacher too, right? Yeah, she's the Beverly yeah. Hills Neighborhood Association. Like she's in charge of that. Okay, yeah, yeah. And the 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 part where so anyway, uh, we'll just kind of set this up. They're having a little get together, uh, celebrating this condominium. You know that they're gonna these condominiums that they're gonna build and tear down. Tubby's driving. They're sick of Tubby's driving. The kids hanging out there, 
and uh, they're they're having punch delivered and new bomb uh, dresses like uh, a you know like one of the members of the party and so, oh just leave, you know and tells the caterer to leave the punch with him he'll take care of it blah 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 and tells him to drive through the garden there's going to be a new library don't worry about it it's, they're going to build a library called new bomb turk library so you don't have to worry about those flowers just drive right <laughs> right, right over <laughs> and uh <laughs> that was pretty funny but um but then they all get around and they pee in the punch they deliver the punch um the lady the community leader which is um she she's cheating on her husband the whole time every chance they get they're they're trying to have sex and she's drinking the punch and she goes i have this taste in my mouth somewhere before i've had this taste in my mouth somewhere before <laughs> i don't know about you dude but the two cops are probably be that's it's hard to pick but new bomb's my favorite but probably second would be those two cops the fat cop oh he's he's such an ass dude he cracks me up he's got the best lines (laughs) his partner draws that uh how how do you think i uh, look with a mustache or whatever he draws that little mustache in all right he goes how do i look he's like you look like a perfect horse's ass <laughs> or something. I don't know. I probably didn't deliver that right. But he's always saying like horse shit or he's got the best lines. I don't know. He's always just he's he's just funnier as hell. And then the other guy's like um he's just a bumbling idiot. Yeah, it's Officer it? Bimbo, right? Bimbo, isn't it, isn't yeah, isn't yeah. It? And that would crack me up too. It's like I thought he was just joking with him when he kept calling him Bimbo. Bimbo, because it's you know, <laughs> going back to the punch. Remember, the, remember they called him over to, to taste the punch. Here, have some of this punch. Yeah, and he taste goes, this, officer. <laughs> tell me, tell me if you taste something different. I think they spiked he, the punch or something. Or no, I guess she yeah. says it after afterwards. And he and he goes. It says it does have a little wang. Wang to it. To it. <laughs> I love that one, man. That was like, dude. I I don't know. I cracked up so hard. And uh, I always remembered that scene, but the be- but the other best part of it, you got New Bomb Turk banging on the window, and they think, yeah, yeah, whatever, you know, they're uh, kids out there, whatever, and he keeps pointing down and saying, my dick in the punch, my dick, <laughs> and then and then the other favorite part is that old guy kept saying, is there? Well, this this scene he goes, is there a Oh wait, he goes. Somebody named Dick here. There's somebody. Is <laughs> somebody? <clears throat> oh man. <clears throat> oh voice. <clears throat> I'm losing my voice. But uh, is somebody named Dick here? Is somebody looking for a Dick? <laughs> I don't know, man. That guy cracks me up, though. That old guy, that guy was hilarious. The the lady says, "I got it, Nevins. They spiked the punch," but she didn't realize that it was piss in the punch. She right. Just, she didn't know what they spiked it with. But then you got the old pranks. You got the you know the shit uh, on fire in a paper bag or whatever. Right. That, uh, that was funny. Um. What's some of the other ones? We should talk, though, 
This is set in 1965. I think I said that already. But what's awesome about this movie is they have they have all kinds of music from like the six from 65 to late 50s in this movie. It's yeah. like spread out through all the whole thing, and it's. I was surprised how many hit songs they threw in this movie. I mean, it only had a what a budget of oh gosh, it, it was a four million dollar budget, and it only did well. It did ten million, so it didn't look yeah, it did ten million. But uh, I think now, I mean it. As far as uh, what I was doing research on it, I mean, it's got a huge, like, cult following. So why they haven't, like, did... I'm surprised Shout Factory or some somebody hasn't put out a, a, a nice special edition on it. Because it does have a big cult following. Um, what other... What other parts do you like? Uh, what's another part that you want to talk about, Steve? Um, and I love, I love like even, uh, you know, the very beginning of the movie where the the chicks are sunbathing and, you know, he's got yeah. his like camera, <laughs> camera out uh, yeah. and he, 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 they catch him and he like, you know, he like does that little wave and they like, you know, sticks his tongue out and they're all trying to cover up their, yeah. their boobs and, you know, I mean, it starts off or like right away with just like, you know. A prank, like the movie yeah, starts off it's just that way. Prank. But yeah, oh, I with mean, the, the not... hand hanging out the car, like you know, and I mean, yeah. every um, scaring the like lady. I like too when they 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 locked Bimbo in in the bathroom. Oh, I love that one. I love that. Oh, this is this is about the time he takes a shit or something or <laughs> has to. I don't remember. I don't remember either. But they knew what time he has to go to go number two. They knew that, so they. Yeah, they they fl- they flooded the they 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 jammed up the toilet and then they locked him in there and and then that's uh, you know, <laughs> The water just you know rise in and he drops his nightstick and his gun or whatever and then and they unscrewed the the un- the handle the door so it pop off when he tried to get it and then uh, they they stacked all that garbage out front of it. Oh man! Oh yeah! And then his partner comes and he shoots through the door <laughs> trying right. to get it open. <laughs> But when he drew that pencil must mustache and he's singing, remember when he was singing Lawrence of Arabia? Yeah, they're like, there's Came no words to, to that. <laughs> Came to fight the Turkish. <laughs> he was an English man or something. <laughs> oh man, that was too much. And that, but that little pencil mustache that he drew on, that was that was funny. The other hey, part that I go ahead. Uh, I was gonna say, remember remember that joke that uh, New Bomb he had? Uh, I think it was like shortly around that uh, Lawrence Arabia scene. He's like he's like a. Did you hear about the man with the five penises? His pants <laughs> fit, fit like a glove. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was. He, he, uh, and, and then Dudley, you got to go with du- Dudley is a big star in this. He's just this nerdy guy that's trying to get to the high school vent to play his um, violin and then do like a magic trick for the uh, talent show. And what happens is, is New Bomb and the guys, they, you know, kidnap him or whatever to take his jacket so they can... But they're always nice to him. Whenever they... They do it a couple times... And then they go crash the the gym first. The gym, yeah, that's right. 
Right. The and that's pep where rally. He, he, yes. And he does the farts. Yeah, he starts singing what, uh, Valor, Valerie or Val, 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 Valari? Yeah, Valari. That's it, gosh. He starts singing that Valari and then starts farting with it uh, <laughs> the whole time before the cops start chasing around. He, he bolt, bolts out and, of course, Fran Drescher's like, that's new bomb Turk. He also forgot about the... Uh, yeah, what else? He happened? forgot about the scene that um, where he finally... He finally gets Fran Drescher, and he's getting ready to. Oh yeah, that's the that's well that that was coming up because he hasn't hooked up with her yet because he's when he, she was she was in the audience there, but yeah 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 let's talk about that scene. She like strips down to like her her bra and and, and panties. They're in that they're in his uh, his car. I forget what he called it. Uh, he had a name for it. Um, yeah. Oh gosh, what was that? That was his brother's car. Something like that, yeah. but they're, they're, you know, you know, they're in the car. She's in the back seat, and she's like, "Come on, new bomb." She's like, "I'm so hot." I'm a, <laughs> Come take me, new bomb. Yeah. Oh, and then, I'm so uh, hot and bothered. <laughs> and uh, and yeah, and that Fran Drescher voice, and uh, and then uh, he goes. Uh, then all of a sudden, you know, he. He acts like you know he's he's you know he's not interested. Oh no, I I can't. And <laughs> and, and she's like, "What's the matter?" She's like, "Did you come? Did you come, do bomb? Don't tell me." You- <laughs> yeah. He goes, "Yeah." And then he's a a little baby, a little, uh, yeah. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> then he's like, "You know what? I'm happy I." <laughs> I'm happy I came. Blah blah blah. Oh man, that was, yeah, that was funny. That was hilarious. You so immature, new bomb. <laughs> that's something that would have happened to me. That's for sure. <laughs> oh man, yeah, that was a that was a funny scene there. We got to talk about the uh, one-armed violinist, even though it's such a stupid jo- stupid joke. It was funny. You want me to? explain it yeah go ahead because you you thought it was funny and i didn't (laughs) well that's what i mean okay so so he comes in there for this talent contest and he's he's the one-armed violinist and i think his name's like sasha dabinsky or whatever one of the hollywood knights that thinks he's james dean and uh new bomb they come out new bomb sits at the piano the one-armed violinist, which is the other Hollywood knight, takes his violin, strums the violin real sloppily, and then takes the bow down and takes a bow. But when he takes his bow down, he acts like his penis. He's got his finger through the through his uh, through his pants, looking like it's he's grabbing it with his penis, the bow. And what was funny to me in that part was the old guy again going, he, because he couldn't tell it was a finger and he kept, he was just like, he grabbed it, he, he, he grabbed it, he grabbed it with his dick. And that just, the, the old man's face is priceless in that uh, scene and that's what made it not so stupid because that old guy just uh so that's why i thought that scene that i could look at that guy's face too and laugh the whole time and that that guy that old guy was funny even though i take a multivitamin i also like to take superfoods 
and the best superfood I found on the market that tastes just amazing is Brick House Nutrition Field of Greens. Real organic superfood. One scoop of Field of Greens gives you the full spectrum of colors with fruits, veggies, herbs, spices, and more. Helps with your overall well-being by aiding in antioxidation, lipid metabolism, and glucose metabolism. Since Field of Greens is made from real foods, it's technically not a supplement. This is just pure whole foods, guys, and you can get a discount right now by using coupon code HEALTHYLIFE. Just plug that coupon, HEALTHYLIFE, before checkout in the coupon section and get our exclusive discount. You have to try Field of Greens from BrickHouseNutrition.com. But they pretty much threw in about every everything they could. I mean, there was a lot of um, you know the the spot where those where the they pulled over to um, change. It's private or something, you know, it's right, under, right. under a tree. And but New Bomb and them knew knew what time and where to be, and they were hanging in the tree. <laughs> and then, of course. Officer Bimbo catches them in the tree after they take off, and what's he? He's always got the best lines. That like, you squirrels better have some nuts, or uh, wait. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And Bimbo comes up there and he goes, <laughs> he says, "Let me tell you, butthole something." Yeah, butthole. This shit's way out of <laughs> this shit's way out of line, and you squirrels better have some nuts in your mouth, or you're going downtown. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Remember, it was one of the last scenes. Remember, and then the husband comes out, right? And 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 uh, yeah, to toupee, yeah, hanging on. <laughs> and she goes, "Oh, the strangest thing happened. We were in the car talking, and the guy goes, and uh, they they knocked my pants off. Yeah, they knocked my pants off. <laughs> that was that was classic. And then then Turk told that uh, joke. He says, "What do you what do you, what do you get when you cross a monkey with a Bermuda onion?" Oh, a yeah. piece of ass that brings tears to your eyes. <laughs> hey, did you know there was a there was a a punk rock band over in your neck of wood neck of the woods in uh, Ohio named the The Dew Bomb Turks. Dew Bomb Turks, yeah. I did I didn't know that and I, I saw it on online, but yeah. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Columbia and, so uh, Columbus, Ohio. And then there's a a melt bar and grill in Lakewood, Ohio. And I know where that's. I've been there, actually. Yeah. Have you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's called the New Bomb Turkey Club. They named it after that, obviously. But, uh, yeah, I thought that was awesome. It was pretty funny. Uh, did you know Robert Wool, who plays the, you know, New Bomb Turk? He was in uh, Batman. Yeah, he was. Uh, that was the first time I really remembered him. Yeah. Um, yeah, he was Vicky Vale's, like, uh reporter partner yeah but you know and, and i was looking for some of his other stuff he was in an hbo series called arliss yeah for a long time yeah i I never seen that show did you i, I never watched it because it didn't look that interesting yeah. i forget what it was about but it didn't look mm. it's like a he's like a sports something but uh, I guess it's funny, man. He wrote it and all that stuff. But he's a big sports fan. But he says it's more than just sports. Uh, but I'm going to have to check it out. I'm going to have to go back and check it out. But he was in um, he was in a couple other 
movies that I haven't seen. Uh, one was Mistress in 92 with Robert De Niro. Um, Blue Chips with Nick Nolte. Uh, Bull Durham he was in. And he was talking about all these movies. There's an interview online like within the last couple years with him. Yeah, he's like 70 now. But he goes into detail, all kinds of stuff, all the people he worked with and all that stuff. He Did you know he wrote, like, he wrote like two, there was only six episodes of Police Squad. I can't believe there's only six episodes. I have my DVD, yeah. Yeah, me too. But he wrote two of those. He wrote a bunch of jokes for other comedians and everything else. So the guy's he's funnier than heck, but he, he had some, uh, I don't know, something about his, like, smile and stuff, it just cracks you up, you know? He's got one of those faces. Yeah. So he's still alive, so that's that's good. I was happy to find that out when I was uh, checking some stuff out. Uh, two th- oh, in 2015, he portrayed himself on American Dad. Anyway, he's got a bunch of television exp- uh, uh, appearances, blah, blah, blah. No, I mean, there's, you know, it's just like a slapstick movie. There's not really a whole lot to, you know, to really say, you know, it's, you know, to sit there and try to retell all the jokes. It's, it's yeah. kind of hard, but, but yeah, I mean, it, it essentially, like I said, you know, it's, it's Halloween night and they're, uh, you know, they're, uh, you know, Tubby's drive-in is going to close and so all this stuff happens and then, of course, at the end... You know, everybody's, you know, one guy's going out to Vietnam, this person's going here, Michelle Pfeiffer's going to go ahead and follow her dream, and then the lights sh- sh- shut off at Tubby's drive-in, and it's the end of the movie, essentially. Yeah, I mean, there's there's just, um, there's just... I mean, they, they put a little bit of a story in there, but at the end of the day, like, that that period of time... <laughs> oh, no. And, 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 you did and, it. You used the line. Those, what's that? You used the line, I can't stand. What's it's the end of the day? Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, I mean, okay. So, what it all boils down to? How's that? Yeah, yeah there you go. Is that uh, you know, it was one of those uh, movies from that era, and really, I mean, they made tons of movies like this, like Meatballs and Animal House, where there's there's very very there's a very very loose story, and it's really not even a very well thought out story. The movies just all revolved around stupidity and gags and and you know titties mm-hmm. and people people running around naked in their underwear and just you know whatever it's that's it's just supposed to be you know an hour and a half of just stupidity and 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 stupid jokes and yeah I, you know I don't really think anybody really cared about you know Michelle Pfeiffer becoming an actress I mean honestly Tony Danza and Michelle Pfeiffer's um, there was no point of them being in the movie. I mean, I really don't think there was any point whatsoever of them being in the movie. Well, they were they were my least favorite of the movie. <laughs> I mean, because it was like I didn't, I don't need to see any drama in this. You know? Well, I, when you think about it, though, you could literally take out every scene that they were in, and it wouldn't have changed the movie at, at all. Yeah, I mean, they were basically just. They were. They just wanted it to be like okay. Now you know he goes, hangs out with his friend for the last time. She's at the. She's the little. What do you call those people? At the the roller rink or not roller rink? Those out outdoor. A car hop. Yeah, car hop. Yeah. 
and then in the end you know they straighten things out but yeah you didn't need it it was it was a hollywood nights who who cares you know i would have rather seen tony dan's out there being you know being a prankster or something that would have been kind of funny yeah in, instead of like the the the, the little melodrama yeah <laughs> just too much too much uh drama in that aspect but yeah although the, i i i don't think that tony danza could have uh I, I don't think he could have pulled off uh the comedy though that well i mean you know he you know he was in who's the but he's i don't i don't really think he's that comical of a guy to be honest with you um yeah i don't know um you know he was a taxi he was he was in who's yeah. the boss but i just don't see he's just not that kind of a he's not that kind of comedy guy like the the titty pranks and 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 talking about his penis type of a guy he's just not that yeah. kind of comedian type of guy so i don't think it would have went over that well one of the jokes okay officer clark goes don't don't you uh think i'd look good in a mustache and bimbo goes you'd be perfect You'd be perf. You'd be a perfect horse's ass. That's what it was. Yes. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. That one kid, uh, that little that little skateboard kid. He goes. <laughs> what he called him? When he um, when he said, "You little son of a bitch." Um, and then he attacked Dudley. The kid, the kid, the kid that always had the cigarettes in his pocket. Yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Just something about Bimbo's, the way he delivers a line is just so funny. And Dudley, he goes, "Don't hurt me. Uh, I think I may be a bleeder." Remember, he's getting, he's getting. Uh, they get a call about uh, New Bomb Turk farting all over the stage, and they think it's uh, Dudley, and they go attack him. You know, Bimbo's right. <laughs> he's having an asthma attack on the ground, and. Um, the chief or whatever shows up. What are you doing, Bimbo? And he says, "This this guy, this guy was farting all over the, <laughs> the stage. <laughs> That's not him." That and uh, um, God, it was just it was just so funny. It was just it was just stuff like that. Just I don't know, just cracks me up. I I you know I can watch movies like that all the time. Just stupid stuff like that i think the modern comedy ones that they put out a lot of them they're just way stupid like they try to be sarcastic or something they have this weird sense of humor now and this this movie's like totally um just it's just it's just funny there's a lot of there's a lot of guy jokes but but it's like now now you'd have to tiptoe around a lot of that shit you know um Oh yeah, I mean, there's a there was quite a few scenes in there they probably couldn't put into a movie nowadays. Yeah, you know? and that's why I enjoy watching these ty- type of movies. There was just a whole slew of teenage, you know, comedy. Well, they call them teenage what sex comedies, I guess. Uh, but you know, that was a big part of the '80s. But they were funnier than crap, man. Oh yeah, and then we got to talk about. Uh, so Dudley, in the end, thinks he's going to get laid, calls his mom, and, of course, she passes out. She goes, Mother, I'm not coming home. He's, she, he he kind of gains he gains enough respect from the knights because he's been tortured all night, you know, them 
uh, taking his clothes and you know doing these hijinks and whatever that uh, the one guy throws Dudley the uh, a Hollywood night jacket kind of makes yeah, you, him an honorary member. Yeah, it was the guy leaving for Vietnam, right? Yeah, Gave yeah, his jacket. Guy. Yeah. So, do you honestly believe that that little guy's jacket is gonna was gonna fit on his fat ass? <laughs> no, but it but it did, right? Yeah. So I was like, nah. Yeah, that's true. Unless <laughs> unless that guy wears extra large, I wear an extra large. I'm not a fat ass. Well, whatever. We forgot about the other four guys that were gonna that were running, you know, and they got the they they met up with these. Uh, they met up at the uh, station, and they talked. These guys, these black dudes, were hanging outside the uh, station smoking some weed, and uh, they asked them if they could do them a favor and get the Hollywood Nights uh, a dedication onto the DJ or whatever. And uh, they end up going in, asking the DJ if they could put on the dedication, and they got the dedication on, and they made it back to Tubby's and. Became a Hollywood night, but it was a good ending. I mean, yeah, they maybe could have made another. I'm surprised they didn't make another one, actually. Well, and it, it didn't make any money. That's why they didn't make yeah, another one. Because they could have made one, just a different hangout. I mean, because so it, it netted what? It netted uh, $4 million, right? No, that was their budget. No, well, I thought it was, was it? Was it? I thought it was six million. Was their budget? Or was it four? Was it? Was it four million? Well, four million, and then it made ten. Oh, so so it made six million. I mean, yeah. which you know, I mean, versus what did like a movie like like uh, Porky's make? I mean, uh, I'm sure I'm that, I'm sure that made like massive amounts of money. So Porky Porky's had a budget of two point five million. Really. And it grossed a hundred and eleven million dollars. Holy cow! So that's why the Hollywood Nights <laughs> wow. didn't get a didn't get a uh, a sequel. Well, yeah, opening weekend, Porky's made seven point six million dollars. So well, why does it say on here Porky's was seven budget was seven point eight million and it made twenty million at the box office? Where are you looking? I'm looking at IMDb. Oh. Oh, I'm looking at Porky's Revenge. My fault. Okay, yeah. Wrong Porky's. Well, yeah, and then they that's why they made four Porky's, I guess. Oh, no, three Porky's, right? Porky's one, Porky's two, Porky's Revenge. Yeah, okay. I've only seen. I think I've only seen Porky's well, one and two. I mean, I don't know which one I like better, but Porky's cracked me up. It did, especially Ball Breaker and Miss uh, Ball Breaker. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And the whole. I mean, Porky's. Porky's was more raunchy for sure. Yeah, with the with the hole. Yeah, and, uh, sticking uh, <laughs> sticking their wang in the hole. <laughs> but there was more. I think there was more seriousness in Porky's because remember they all got beat up and all that stuff and. They were coming back for to to get Porky and I don't know. I've watched. We'll have to watch that again sometime. But yeah, either way, I can't say uh, I I can't say either way right now because I haven't watched Porky's in, in in a while. Yeah, I, I haven't either. So I'm gonna have to check that one out again. 
Uh, I know I I got them all on DVD, but so yeah, so uh, I I totally uh, recommend watching Hollywood Nights. I love Hollywood Nights. I think it is a cult classic. I'll be honest with you, man. It's it's a great movie just to have a couple drinks with, and you know, relax and and just put on and just be entertained. You don't have to think about it. It's just good good fun from the 80s but it's supposed to be set in 65 <laughs> i mean right you know it's a 65 movie but it's a movie from the 80s that's why i was a little confused about too because uh at first i thought it was from the supposed to be from the 50s but there, there right. was a it was a mixed bag of music so it got me confused and then they didn't have the greasy hair so i was like no something ain't right so it is you know it was right before yeah. You know, the late '60s and uh, the whole. Yeah, I don't know what the time frame was, but for like the the you know the what one you know the earliest songs to whatever what, what was recent whatever. But I mean, there were so many so many uh, popular ones in uh, that they played uh, like "Under the Boardwalk" and yeah. "Big Big Girls Don't Cry," "Sherry," uh, "Surfing USA." Uh, California Dream, and I think was on there. Um, Heat Wave, I remember them playing. Um, Wooly Bully, there was uh, that was playing in there. Yep. Surf City, and yeah. uh, there's so much on there. Yeah, it seems like it would call that would be most of their budget clearing all those songs. That's probably what it was, honestly. <laughs> Man, yeah, because most of them, you know, it was their first role, so they probably didn't get paid. That much. Hey, Retro Media Talk listeners, we have a special for you. If you want to get 10% off at Zavi.com, Z A V V I.com, then check out my exclusive coupon code, Steve R, that's the letter R, 45U, and that's the letter U. So Steve-R45U. Zavi carries a wide range of pop culture merchandise. Everything from exclusive Blu-rays, all kinds of gaming stuff, music, anime, Funko, Hasbro, Lego, all kinds of brands, all kinds of horror stuff. And the best part about it is they got a flat rate shipping. $5.99 flat rate shipping. Zavi. Z A V V I dot com. Use my coupon code, get 10% off. Steve dash R. That's the letter R. 45 U. And that's the letter U. So Steve dash R 45 U. You guys are going to love shopping at Zavi. But yeah, I mean, it's definitely, it's definitely. Uh, if you haven't seen the movie, I'd, I'd say, I'd say check it out. I mean, don't, you know, we we did a horrible job of reviewing because, uh, you know, we just uh, would, we just poorly told uh, some of the jokes, and there's really not a whole lot of, there's not a whole lot of plot to the movie. So this, if you if you listen to this podcast, you'd be like, I don't even know if I want to see this movie because I don't even know what the movie's really about. It doesn't sound like it's that interesting, but it's interesting. It's it's good to check it out. It's 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 got some funny yeah. stuff. And it's set on Halloween Halloween night, so you know, a bunch they of gags. Re- they, 
they didn't. <laughs> but you know what? For it being Halloween, you figured there would have been a little bit more interesting stuff going. Like you didn't see a whole lot of costumes. No, and they should have like that. Yeah, they could have threw in more costumes. I mean, oh, the yeah. only costume was his, his, that wolf mask, and they had a yeah. pumpkin. They had a pumpkin out there. Yeah, I mean, the, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have known it was Halloween night. Yeah, if they wouldn't have said something. So you know, it true. Would have, you know, you know, yeah. you, you should have seen like you know kids going down the sidewalk. With yeah, their yeah. costumes, and you didn't see any of that. But yeah, but yeah, I mean, all in all, I mean, it's it's worth checking out. If nothing else, to see to see you know Tony Danza and Michelle Pfeiffer like super super young, you know, uh, one of their first really big roles. So I mean, it's kind of cool to see that, I guess. Um, but you know, it's not. It's it's definitely not up to. I mean, in my opinion, it's not as funny as like Animal House or Police Academy or, or Caddyshack. <laughs> you know, it's good, but it's not. It's not that level. You know what I mean? Of course, the, all those movies I just mentioned, they they had star power, right? They had all the s. They had yeah, all the I, thought, I don't know, man. I, th- I I think the acting was really good in Hollywood Nights, though. I mean, the delivery and. Of the jokes, I'd have to watch those other ones again because I haven't seen Animal House, I haven't seen Caddyshack in a long time. But I mean, I love all those movies. For the most part, myself, I'm not a big comedy guy because um, I just don't find a lot of the stuff that funny in most yeah. comedies. And what was funny, it was funny one time, but it's not going to be funny the second time, type of a thing. So I, you know, even some of the classics, you know, mm-hmm. uh, you know vacation and stuff like that there's a couple there's a couple funny things in it but for the most part i mean comedies aren't really rewatchable you know what i mean because once you've heard a joke well yeah you know the punch you know the punchline yeah you know the punchline but i don't know something about comedies for me i can watch i can watch them easier than most movies because even though i know the joke i guess hearing it again easier for me to watch that and laugh again than watching like a drama again for me comedies are rewatchable but uh yeah i, I mean, I, I, mean I know your point but if it's physical comedy it's totally watchable yeah like when I you get like some big comedy. fat guy like chris farley falling and breaking a table right. or falling off a roof or the three stooges that's you know physical comedy where people are getting hurt and making asses of themselves that's you know that's why I love Jackass because it's just so oh, stupid, yeah. Yeah. physical comedy, and that you can watch over and over and over again and crack. Well, up. it's like Three's Company, man. I mean Jack Tripper. I mean he literally was a king of like physical comedy. That dude had some talent, and he cracked me up all the time because I mean just constantly there's some kind of I don't know how they did it. He had a talent for physical comedy. You know what I'm talking about? Did you watch well, Three's Company? <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. You know. You know. You know. Falling over sofas. Yeah. I mean, he's always that and the other. He's always doing, just falling over something or a door hitting him in the face or something. You know, something's always happening. Well, you know why he was so funny is because at the time, nobody was doing it anymore but him. Right. Yeah. I mean, it was it was he big brought early. It back. Yeah. He brought yeah. He brought it back. back. Yeah. Yeah, who was the big besides Three Stooges? I mean, there was a there was a, Jerry uh, Lewis when he was young. He was yeah. a big slapstick guy. Dick, you know, didn't Dick Van Dyke? He had some he had some physical comedy. He was pretty good. Did you ever watch that? You know, he's still alive. Good God! What I just seen a video. 
I seen a video <laughs> of these people were hanging outside of his apartment. Mm-mm. And they're like, Mr. Van Dyke, Mr. Van Dyke, how you doing? And he goes, I'm just happy to be alive. I'm happy to be here. <laughs> oh but he God. was like, he was going to take a walk. I mean, he seemed like in pretty good shape. He's like 91 or something. And he's still alive. Oh, it's man. Crazy. I'm just looking him up right now. He could still walk without a walker or a cane, and he was talking, and he seemed he seemed like he was in pretty wow. good health. Well, my mom, I mean, she used to watch that show. I, I didn't give it a chance. The uh, Dick Van Dyke young, show? Yeah, when I was younger. But then I ended up buying the set because I was like, I watched a few episodes, and I was like, this is damn good. This is funnier than I thought. Was, was, it, was it funny, or was it you, you appreciate it because it's, it's something from maybe your childhood? And, and you, no, it was actually you know. funny. I, I streamed it on something, and I was, like, I was surprised. The stories were really good. But, I mean, he, he, he is literally a funny dude. I mean, as far as just his, his whole... Um, um, physicality you know what he what he did there was a lot of i don't know you have to check it out those and the and his neighbors and you know everything they had a funny cast but yeah i mean i haven't i haven't seen an episode of dick van dyke in man 20 years easy yeah i'll have i have to go back and look for sure yeah you should check it out it's weird you know going back and discovering shows that you didn't think you'd have any interest later on watching kind of cool oh yeah for sure i like I, I love a lot of the old the old comedies i love like uh the ozzy and harriet show and and different yeah. things like that well i guess we should wrap it up on holiday wrap it up okay all right guys well thanks for listening to retro media talk podcast uh like we've said in the past you can find us on spotify apple podcast stitcher uh amazon music in fact if you have an alexa device you can just tell alexa say alexa play retro media talk podcast and she'll play the podcast so and then you can you can tell her to play whatever episode you want otherwise she'll just play the newest episode that comes up and we're on a few other um outlets like red circle anchor fm so find us there check it out please um you know subscribe to us on one of those uh um platforms or find us on youtube and subscribe to my youtube channel craze tv at craze tv on there with a k with a k yeah i I always forget to tell people that craze tv with a k Uh, thank you for that thanks for listening guys um we will talk to you soon any last words Steve? yes yes none whatsoever so go watch the hollywood nights all if right. you haven't seen it all right see ya bye-bye bye hey guys steve's not on here anymore but i just want to do a shout out because when this podcast comes out on monday august 29th it will be steve lego's birthday so happy birthday steve and i want to dedicate the hollywood nights podcast to his father who is no longer with us since he was a huge fan of hollywood nights this goes out into cyberspace as a dedication to him so happy birthday steve this is for your dad 
I hope you have an awesome birthday.